Great, great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. This is episode one two zero. Caleb, how are you doing? One twenty. I can't wait to say one two three. <laughs> it's just gonna be roll off the tongue. Just roll off the tongue. I'll probably forget. It's all I guess. How's it going, man? How's how's life? How's uh is 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 show back, or at least when this podcast dropped, was show show's back. back. Yeah, show's back. Um, I'm figuring out what I'm attracting in my life. Um, life's good, man. How are you? What? Uh, I'm, I'm phenomenal. What do you mean you're you're finding out what you're attracting in life? Where did that? Just kind of based off our book review tonight. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you I like that? See. I see what you did there. I love it. I love it. No, I'm great, man. I'm great. Can't complain. Um, family's good. Uh, Blakely actually um, starting to roll. Um, but I don't know if it if it. I love my daughter. I love my daughter. So I'm not going to say anything. But like, so mom was like, "Oh, she she rolled over," and I just automatically thinks like from back to stomach. That's just, you know, that's just how I my mind is wired. But no, she was like, she rolled from her stomach to her back. And I'm like, uh, that's easy. I don't know if I count that. But um, I don't know, dude. That's just little little wallow feud going on. When it's roll, is it, are you a stomach to back or back to stomach? I'm I a guess. back to stomach guy. That, you, I mean, you. we should take it to Facebook. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that'd be a good poll. I mean... <laughs> Um. Anyway, that's right? it. Though it must be good if that's the only. I mean, uh, we're down to two kids this week. Brylin's at the lake with grandma and auntie, so she's living her living her best life out there. Oh yeah, loving it. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for her to come back so I can pick her brain. You know, because daddy's always like. There's just certain things like I just don't allow my mind to, but like. When I see my daughter's got that big smile on and like she's just having a time of her life, I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to pick her brain and see like what it was like out there." Right? Why it was so good? Yeah, why it was so good? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's it, man. That's all I got. Nothing too crazy. Reading this book review. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So for the month of June, we read the secret. By pull my phone up. You feel like after episode one, two, three, I would come um, prepared. Rhonda Barn. I feel like that's how you say it. From Australia. Uh, (laughs) Coop and I always listen to the books, and she had quite the accent. Oh man, it was a great accent. Um, question. So what do you think, man? Um, great book. <clears throat> nice, quick, short, easy read. I want to save most of my commentary, though, to ask some you some questions um, oh once I hear I, what like, your takeaways are. I just, I just like, because I know it's not that I don't align with this book, but this book was all speaking your language, was it not? Oh yeah, it it was, but there there was definitely some things in here that I was like, oh okay, that's 
that's pretty strong. Like some of it was a hard pill to, I mean, a couple things were just like, Oh, okay. Like I attracted that. Like, Hmm. You know, like, but like you think about it, it was, it it was a great book. I think it's definitely a book you want to like, if you're going through a tough time or like, like in life or even a great time, like I I think it's definitely a book you want to pick up and just put in your rotation of books. I, I think, um, in my opinion. Yeah. It gives Um, you some perspective. Yeah, for sure. It causes you to think. Yeah, for sure. So let me pull up my notes here. Um, so Caleb, what like this book was great, but like I I've started to like um highlight my points because I literally could like go like through each chapter, and I know you don't like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so chapter one. Uh, one of the points I thought. Um, so I feel like everyone knows this: thoughts become things, right? Um, it's such a easy concept to grasp but i feel like people make it really um make it really hard and i think this book just talked a lot about what you think is what like i have a saying like what you think is what you say what you say is what you do and what you do becomes your legacy right or what you do is what you become or what you're known for excuse me um so like a lot of this book was just talking about what you think so like you know, chapter one, a couple of things I highlighted was, you know, thoughts become things, change your thoughts to change your reality. Um, And bro, so then she goes, people today are only thinking about what they don't want. That's why they don't have what they want. And I had to think about that and pause for a minute, right? Because I, like the same thought was going through my head and I was like, man, well, I mean, like, why don't people, and they said it, like, so if you're always thinking about that thing, like, oh, we're in debt, oh, we got all these bills, like, and she had even a, like, now that I'm saying it, she even talked about bills, like, you're always dreading a bill coming in the mailbox, so what shows up? Another bill, right? Um, so I thought that was pretty powerful in chapter one, so those are just my high level, my high, high level thoughts there. Um, do you want me to just go through mine? And then yeah, keep going. Us? Okay, cool. Uh, chapter three um had a point here about goals and this is how i've been writing my goals but she said or yeah the reader said believe it's yours already she says most people that accomplish things they didn't know how but they knew they would do it and that's just so powerful again like the the few guys that i follow say the same thing right like if you got a goal just write it down don't get so in the weeds with the details, right? Like, and I feel like that's where a lot of people don't set those big goals because they're like, they're already trying to like, I need to do this, that, the other thing. It's like, no, just write it down. Right, see it's too it. big form. Yeah, write it down, visualize it, and then just take the next step. Like sometimes I forget some, like we want to be at the end of the race and we forget to take that first step, you know? Like, so no, so that, that was good. Um, Hmm. I so I highlighted this one here, uh, chapter three. It talks about time is an illusion. I don't know if you had that as one of your points at all. Maybe what not. did you say? I'm waiting. I'm holding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm holding. So, so I, I just, I just thought time. I like. What was the book that we we read that talked about time? The Power of Now. 
Yeah. Like, so, so excuse part. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't have time. We don't have this. We don't have the other thing. Like, so then when you tell yourself you don't have time, that's, so then the, the universe will just validate that. It'll have all these things like, oh my God, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. That the other thing is like, instead of, I don't have time, change the thought to, I create time. I will make time. Right. I'm and the then, source of all my own time. Exactly. Right. Um, so I thought that was very, very, very powerful. Um, and my last one here um, in chapter four, again, I could go on forever on this thing, on this book. Um, she said, it's hard to bring more into your life if you're not thankful for what you have now. Um, I, so th- this is crazy. And like, literally this happened to me this month. So like, so we're getting our, I was forced to, we're getting our lawn put in this, this year. Um, and we've just had like, it's weeds all over. Right. And um, just like one day I just was like, got the rider out, just cut it down. And I was like, you know what, let's start like cleaning up the yard. Like actually like making it look presentable. Like in my mind, I'm just thinking like, well, like if I can't take care of this now, like how am I supposed to expect to, to get my lawn, like to look good. I kid mm. you, I kid you not. Um, there's been a lot of plate, like other houses that have gone up, they've been putting their lawn in and literally the company, another company got our houses mixed up and literally like basically did our whole backyard, like just like got it all graded. Wow. And I'm just like, bro, that did. And the funny thing is, is like, I had a call, like we called and just told them like, no, you're at the wrong house. Like had we not called, they probably would have done the whole thing. Um, and it was just like, you know, I, I should just call, but I was just thinking about that, like making room and being thankful and taking care of those things. Now, the little things. So then like when the big thing, things come, what happened? Exactly. So, yeah. So that's just my, yeah. So that's my epiphany, man. So yeah, that's, that's all I got, bro. It's great book. Love it. Caleb's okay. Book. Okay. So in chapter two, when they talk about taking the time they they obviously have to get really clear about what you want right you have to like, be really clear about what you want because if you don't you know then you never know what you're going to get right you're going to get random stuff whatever yeah. so my question to cooper since i know you practice a lot of already you know what this book tells you to do is how did you yourself get so clear on your big goals and what <laughs> And what would you publicly share, you know, of all your goals? So I think I have a saying, like, sometimes to be found, you have to be lost. And there was a time there, like a couple, I think from 2017 to 2019, like I didn't have no goals. I was just like, you know, I had set some really hard, aggressive goals from like college to like 2016. And I like, at the time, what I thought was a lot of money, um, I had a, I had hit that, right? And I just kind of coasted. Um, but I think what helped me get clear on my goals was when, you know, I started, again, listening to a few people, not a lot of people, just some people that I looked up to. And there was just this burning question they would always ask, like, if you were to die, what would you leave your family behind? Right. And so that's how my wheel started turning. Cause like when I had that epiphany moment 
I remember like I was in my office and I think I called you, Caleb. I don't think you remember. Like I called you about some real estate stuff. I do remember that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that was around that time I started search, like getting back to getting my gold and like ramping up stuff. And, uh, I just remember my office looking at blank wall and like that, I would, my family wouldn't have anything other than like debt payments and like bills and all this other stuff. And like, is that really what you want to leave your, your like behind for your family? And so obviously the question was no. So then I just, I just started looking, I just started searching and, Again, I, I think I got around a few people. So Grant Cardone, obviously, being one of them. Um, and then, like, Eric Thomas. And it's crazy because the same time I, I found Grant Cardone, Eric Thomas also brought on a real estate guy. And so I just – my dad was a realtor. My dad had always been, like, just in my head about real estate, right? So I just – at the time, my plan was just to, like, okay, I want my life to look different. I don't know what I want it to look like. I just know from like where I'm at now, I want 40 year old Coop to have a different life. And so like, again, and I just put ideas, buy real estate, buy into a business. Um, and, and then the goals just started packing on like, okay, if I'm going to go down real estate, what does that need to look like? Like how many rentals do I need to have um, to, to pay for whatever I need to pay for it in the future. Right. And, and I think, as you said, again, Mahana was never really in the the plans. It just led me because I like I had a goal of okay, life is gonna look different at forty. Gonna buy enough real estate to replace my income expenses, and then buy into some type of business um, when I'm thirty five, thirty six. And I say that because just the the people I had started listening to, that's what they were all talking about was real estate, buying into a business. Um, so so like. I mean, it could be anything. I could have, I could have got hooked up to people talking about crypto and stocks and stuff, right? Like, it could have been anything. But like, I struck a chord with the real estate, the whole business thing, and then that just kind of led me down that path of, okay, I heard a podcast again that was a business podcast, and then I caught into this idea about Mahana Fresh, and and it just kind of led me. But because I had an idea of where I was going. Things will just, I feel like, come in your in your path, you know, and you can either accept it or run with it, right? Um, so I don't know if that answered the first part of your question um, at all, or did I just go on a rant? Uh, most Both. of it, most of it <laughs> did answer it. Who? Um, if okay, sorry. I, I was just gonna say. It's, I mean, it, it sounds like you you realized you wanted more. And then you decided to educate yourself. If yep. I had to sum that into exactly, yep, that one sentence. Yep, it still doesn't tell me how you got really specific because I know the goals you have are really specific. So, so which it, of those ones would you share, and how did you come to them? So, so just big picture, like when I like just for we'll just talk Mahana, right? Um, you know, I'm gonna say like I want to. At, at 10 years, I want to be sitting here and saying that we opened 20 stores, right? Now, Coop, why did you pick 20? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know why I picked 20. But, like, again, I know my potential. I know what I'm capable of doing. Like, if I'm going to go on this path, I want to be able to do it on a big scale. Again, so, like, is 20 overkill? Yeah, probably from, like, what we need to live on. Yeah, probably. But, like, Again, like when I write these goals down, I have specific targets because if, because again, a lot of the guys I listen to, or like the few of the guys I listen to a lot, if you're not specific in your goals, 
you'll get va- like you'll get vague results. I heard someone say if you, if you get, have vague goals, you get vague re- results. Hmm. So like the more specific you can be, the more you know what action you should be taking, and the more the more then when things come in your in your way or in your path more specific you are you know if this thing is meant to help you or not right um so like again like <clears throat> when you talking about specifics caleb like i mean all the guys i've listened to like always talk about you want to be specific to like you know what do you want your your life to look like with your spouse with your kids like how many trips do you want to take a year well how much will you need to take those trips like where do you want to go on those trips like where do you want a vacation like how many times in the month or of the year do you want a vacation um and so like i like i've just always again i wasn't always like this i've just like have listened or educated myself and again following a specific group of guys that are on levels that i want to be on and i just i just listen to bits and pieces right like and i just you know i can't take it all in so like i just try and take the one or two things that i can remember and apply Right. And that's been one of the main things is like writing your goals down and then being specific on how you like, what do you want that to look like? Or how is that going to benefit you? And where did this book challenge you on your current routine with how, you know, you yourself focused on the goals? What, what are you adding? What little piece from this book are you adding? So, I mean, as, as humans, um, I think that we all go through that self, that self doubt, that self talk, um, you know. And I, always, I'm, I mean, I'm always having to constantly like remind myself, right? So like, just little things like, you know, I mean, we we talk like the whole, oh my god, we got almost all this debt on this place, right? Like, you know, like and keep and not keeping those things in, um, my focus, right? So like when she talked about the the debt, the bills, right? Like, and again, like starting a new business, like I've just been on my toes with those things, like making sure like everything is, nothing's jumping on us. Like, you know, just keep my hands on everything. And like, when she said that, I was like, man, I need to start changing my focus a little bit more. And like, even, even, you know, again, like one guy in particular that I've been like really honing in on listening to his message um, is like, you always want to be talking about where you're going. And he like, and he like, he's a phenomenal business leader. And I like, I read all his stuff. He's great. Um, he talks about like one of the main reasons that business owners fail um, is because they they get so caught up in the weeds, right? They get caught up in all these little issues, the minutia, and they forget their bigger purpose and their vision, and that's when they give up, right? Um, and then there's other things with being resilient and like. Um, you know, just being tough or whatever. But like one of his main things is like, like you have to have a strong mind and he always is harping on, you always want to be talking about where you're going. You know, like you're, I mean, the details, the minutia, like that's just part of business. That's just part of life. Like you're going to have that. But like, if you're always constantly talking about your issues and like things that can't get fixed, like, like that's what will show up in your life. Right. Um, and so, like, that just challenged me, too, like, as a business owner. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'll i get in there and, like, just be harping on something. And I'll go down a rabbit hole. And my wife has to pull me out. And and I just come back to this book. I was like, man, I got to work on that. Like, that, like that's not where I need to be. Like, I need to be up here. I need to be, like, working on myself continuously. And just 
And it's always keeping the big picture in mind, writing my goals on every day. You know, if I need to, I write it down in the afternoon or like at noon, I'll write it down again just to, you know, just to keep myself remembering like, hey, this is the big picture. This is a goal. I just make sure we're pushing in that direction. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I would, to go back to your original points, I would have to sound that like, you're agreeing with all of it in chapter one. Yep. Makes sense. And then chapter two is like, Hey, the stuff that you don't like in your life, you're also attracting that. Or let's say you're achieving a type of success, but it's not as big as you wanted it to be. Yep. It's because you're not putting out feelers that are bigger. You know, mm, that yep. was, that was some of the best part of the book is like, Hey, like it's on you. You know, I think I want to ask you, Caleb, I think this book challenged you on your think because we've had these talks like I know you're a guy that can do big things but sometimes you play a little I don't want to say small but you like you could play bigger and I think maybe I play safe yeah I I think this book might have challenged you in that aspect it 100% did yeah I'm still a little annoyed about it (laughs) um but I'm glad I'm not the only one that challenged oh yeah for sure like and I and I think that's what makes like you know, our, our relationship, like business and personal, like great. Right. Cause we can talk through the challenges and like, we can challenge each other and like the other person won't get, butt hurt. I might get, butt hurt a little bit, but oh, I'm like, too. <laughs> say the right things. But like, we always know, like, like I always like tell us like, gosh, Caleb was so right. He was dead on. Like I love and hate that dude at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like when you tell me to always go bigger, I'm like, don't tell me that. I don't yeah. And yeah, you no. get all excited about it. I know you do. You're like, mm, my oh, turn. I, well, I do because like, because I, because I, bro, you're a beast, bro. Like, I've let's... seen you rub your hands together over Zoom. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is a good book. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I'm almost done with it. But um, I, I feel like it's front loaded like most of the books we read. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yep. A lot of the good stuff is right away or in the first half. For sure. For sure. Um, okay, for the month of July, the wealthy. Hang on. See again. We should wealthy be wealthy gardener. Wealthy gardener. Um, man, man, Caleb, we might need to go back to the drawing book. Oh no, nope, nope. Okay, we're good. Wealthy gardener lessons on prosperity between father and son. Oh, I love it. Love it. It's, it's going to be one of those story books, right? You tell me, bro. You picked it. I, you know, it's all good. I just um, there are certain books we read where it tells more of like a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not. I mean, yeah. Sound, I mean, when you say that, it sounds like it could be. We'll see, though. We'll see. Awesome. Awesome. Well, anything else you want to? Uh, no, sir. That's all I got. Please rate, subscribe, leave a review, and make sure you try Mahana Fresh. Again, you have to be in the Fargo Moorhead area. Or you could travel. I mean, if you're driving through, stop by. Give it, leave us a review. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great week, Coop.